Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk of Fame 2 is the network. Longtime NFL writer. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome back to the show Clark Judge. Clark, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us here in the Charm City. Hi, Bob. My pleasure to be there. Let's talk about Patrick Mahomes here because... Obviously, the bust in Canton is happening for him. And, you know, I asked you about him a year or two ago, about what level. Because Reggie Jackson, for instance, to use a baseball analogy, he goes, yeah, I'm a Hall of Famer, but I'm not in the Willie Mays level of Hall of Fame. If this guy keeps going the way that he is, what level of Hall of Fame? Because you either are or aren't, but you get where I'm coming from. What level of Hall of Fame will we be talking about Patrick Mahomes in? Well, you put him in a, a very small circle of luminaries, and I think that would be the top five. And most people today would say, top five? What are you talking about? It should be less than that, right? But I, I include people like Otto Graham. You know, 10 years he played, 10 championship games, seven titles. If he played today, you go, the greatest of all time, you know? <laughs> um, of course, Unitas. I, I saw Unitas. I was old enough to see Unitas. I've never really seen anyone in the pre-Super Bowl era that was better because I didn't see Otto Graham. Um, Joe Montana and Tom Brady, and we certainly know about them. I covered Joe and um, certainly covered Tom Brady for many years. Um, that's a pretty exclusive group because there are others. John Elway is up there. Roger Staubach is up there. But um, I think because we so get so carried away with the latest and the greatest, people want to uh, they, they want to coronate some of these people. And, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, no question, at this level right now, three and five years, um, three in six years as a starter, but the last five years, that's a, a, amazing, astounding with the numbers he's putting up. And you said, if he continues that pace, absolutely. He's going to be in that top five. Maybe it's in the top three, something like that, but his career isn't finished. I'd like to see him play it out and see what happens and maybe revisit this in another five years and we can make an evaluation. Hey Clark, how difficult was it picking the, uh, the guys for this year? Um, Vinny, it was, it, it was tough um, because I didn't think it was a particularly strong class, to be honest with you. I, I thought it was pretty clear-cut how the top three or four should go. 
I had Patrick Willis as my X factor, but I missed on a couple other guys. I thought Jared Allen would move forward if you followed the queue. And he was a top 10 finisher last year. And he was um, in the line, I thought, for um, being the top five guy this year, simply because if you follow the queue, the people who are the top uh, top 10, well, five of those move on. The next five are in the on-deck circle for the next coming year, which would have been this year. So Jared Allen was one of those guys. We had three wide receivers in that group. So you say, okay, one of those three is coming out. It was going to be Andre Johnson. I pretty much felt that way. Um, but the guy didn't really get was Devin Hester. I thought he'd move into the top 10. He was top 15 last year. But we had something unusual this year. We had three guys who didn't make the first cut from 15 to 10 last year. And Hester is one of them. Freeney is another one. And Willis was the third three go from not making the final, the first cut from 15 to 10 to the Hall of Fame next year. That's unprecedented. I've never seen that happen before. I've seen an individual go from that top 15 to, you know, to Canton the next year. I've seen that happen. Um, it happened with Morton Anderson. It happened with Terrell Owens. But um, I haven't seen three people. So that's why it's a little bit tricky. Um, Dwight Freeney made a jump, and he jumped Jared Allen. And why that's unusual is because Jared Allen made the top 10 last year. Dwight Freeney didn't. So something happened between last year and this to cause voters to go into the Freeney camp. I, I, I don't know why, but it happened. Um, so there were, I'd say, two two spots that were at issue. To me, the top three were pretty clear. I was, I'll be honest with you, I was very surprised that uh, Antonio Gates didn't make it. Yeah, I, I was too. Hey, Clark, what about like Suggs and Yonder are up next year? What do you, because you were talking about Allen and Suggs is in that same position. Yeah, he is. Um, so he gets in there where, I mean, we're starting to get um, a lot of pass rushes. We had three this year. Mathis probably will be moving up. He, he had basically the same numbers as Freeney, but he was a semifinalist. He couldn't make the cut because Freeney was there. So now Freeney's going forward. Mathis had more forced fumbles than Dwight Freeney and only uh, one or two and a half fewer sacks. But he'll be in there with Suggs, with Allen. Um, I think Suggs, I, you know, he's going to have momentum. I, I would expect him to be a top 10 guy um, next year. Don't know that he's going to make the top group because if you look at that group that he's in, it's loaded. I mean, you've got Keekley, you've got Eli Manning, um, you've got Vinatieri. They're, they're really good people within that group. Um I, I'm really kind of curious to see what people do with Gates next year. I would think he'd move forward. Would would Suggs jump Jared Allen? He might. I mean, Freeney did, so he might. Um, but Suggs is going to get it at some point. I, I don't know if it'll be immediately. I think first ballot Hall of Famer should be a really, really special designation, the point where you just mention the guy's name and you don't have to make a case. So you say Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, you get the idea, um, and Dre Lewis. You get the idea with that. But with uh, Suggs, there will be a presentation. I would think he'd be a top 10 guy next year. I think it'd be a, a tough thing for him to make the move up of that, that group of people I just talked about. I think the most electable is Keekley of that group. Now, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer, Clark? That's a good question, Vinny. That's going to be a long conversation. If you ask me, I'd say no. I, I'd right. say he had Hall of Fame moments. He didn't have a Hall of Fame career. He, he won as many as he lost. Um and he was never an all-pro. And I think if you can't be an all-pro of, of your era, why are you an all-pro of all time? Um, I'm willing to listen to debates. I'm not saying I'm steadfast against it. But I know people within that group, and I'm talking about a board of selectors of 50 people within that group who think he's first ballot. They think he's first ballot. I also know people within that group who think he's no ballot. And honestly, if you were to 
uh, put my feet to the fire at this point, I'd say I'd, I'd probably vote no ballot because I just think he had Hall of Fame moments, as I said. Clearly, those two Super Bowls, the 2011 championship game in San Francisco, I thought that was the greatest game he ever played. People talk about the Super Bowl um, in 2007. Yeah, he was he was good. And made certainly made the, the great pass to David Tyree, a great catch. And I mean, it upset an undefeated team. But if you go to that 2011 game, he was beaten to a pulp by the 49ers, kept getting up. And, Vinny, you would re- I, I mentioned this to you specifically. It reminded me of what Troy Aikman did against San Francisco in the 94 championship game when you and I were in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Aikman got beaten to a grind in that game. He kept getting up and throwing and throwing and never quit. And I had so much admiration in that game for him, but he lost. I had so much admiration for Manning in that 2011 game, but he won. Now, Clark, you know what was interesting is is the Niners, they've been back to the Super Bowl, but they haven't won it since uh, Eddie has left. That's right. That's right. I, I, I noticed that, too. Um, they should have won the game against Baltimore, I thought, if, if they had simply just run the ball in, but instead they start, they tried to throw it. Um, the, the game against, San, against um, Kansas City four years ago, Still bothers me because Kyle Shanahan had a 20 to 10 lead in the fourth period with six and a half minutes to go. We should have been running the ball. He was throwing it and he lost that game. And to me, uh, I, I don't want to get into a pitched argument on this or debate on this. I thought he made the same mistake again yesterday. This is the guy who was the offensive coordinator in Atlanta when they blew that 28 to three lead against New England and really aided and abetted the Patriots in the comeback because he kept throwing the ball. You go, just, just, just run it. You run down the clock. You got a lead. No one's going to get you. But um, we know what happened in that game. We know what happened four years ago. And honestly, we know what happened yesterday. To me, the, the, the game was decided in the first three San Francisco series of the second half. They get the interception. They have the ball, I think, at the 44 of Kansas City. You've got a seven-point lead. You're going to get points, whether it's a field goal, a touchdown, it's be a two-score two game, and now you've got them on the run because the momentum clearly is in your corner. So of those nine plays, you had three and outs each series. He threw or tried to throw eight times. Well, why are you doing that? They can't, the, where they're vulnerable was against the run. It's to me, it's like something with Baltimore did. Not quite as extreme as what Baltimore and Todd Monkey did. But um, you know, why do you do that? You, haven't you learned the lesson from the past? And I felt he, he didn't. And honestly, again, I speak to you, Vinny, on this because we have a common bond here with San Francisco. I don't think Mike Shanahan would have done that. I think he would have. He would have said, "Listen, I know where they're vulnerable. We're going to go get them, and we're going to put them on their back and see if they can catch us." And they didn't do that. To me, they, they left the door open for Kansas City, and they finally just said, okay, they're giving us a chance to come back, and they did. And we know what happened with a fumble punt the special teams. But um, I thought he blew another opportunity, and you're not going to get many of those. Clark Judge, tell us about Talk of Fame 2 in the podcast and all the fun stuff you got going on right now. Yeah, I, I work with um, uh, an, a historian, John Turney, who's used by the Hall of Fame voters constantly as a resource at uh, – uh, talk of Fame 2, and that's talkoffame2.com. Uh, we talk about everything past, present, and future. Appreciate you asking about that, Bob. And then I also do a podcast with that Hall of Fame voter, Ira Kaufman from Tampa, who has put in a lot of candidates. He's one of the most eloquent and influential voters there. But we do podcasts there that we will put on um, itestfor2.com, or you can find them on the talkoffame2.com. But thank you very much for asking. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 